Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A huge thank you to Neon, our favorite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. everyone. Hello. Yoda. Welcome to another episode. Episode 2. 7am, Monday morning, favourite time of the week. Favourite... Fa- yeah. favourite time of it the week? It actually is, because we're just talking about our favourite thing. Oh, but, yeah, true. It could be at a later hour, but that is fine. Oh, you know so why the cookie crumbles? Yeah, great it's... way to start the day, I have to say. <laughs> favourite way to start right, the week. Yeah. <laughs> so, this week... We had a big week, didn't we? Love Island was big. It was juicy. Yeah, I was going to say we or Love Island. Okay. <laughs> it's Personally, much of the same. I also had a really big week. <laughs> Thanks for asking. But yeah, Love Island, it was huge. I mean, for a cast of basically no chemistry, a lot went on. I know, a lot of drama. That's so true. I kind of want them to do a big, like, culling and bring in all these new people, but at the same time, it's still delivering some fun Well, it's kind of like, it's more of a fun social experiment to watch them just try and push through. I <laughs> oh my know, God. the producers must be a little bit like, oh my God, okay, let's just chuck this in here. Try, yes. try all the different things. So I thought we should start today by talking about why we love to hate people that watch reality TV because, honestly, some of our Instagram comments, not to be really just meta, some of our Instagram comments about Love Island, even though everyone's fucking watching it, have been really nasty. People have gone in, and I reckon it's also a case of, like, this is the first time we've tried something like this, so Mm. people aren't used to it, they're like, this is shit. People love to do that line, shit I don't care about. This like, isn't shit I should care about. Yeah, and it's like, oh, my God, okay, we get it. You don't like everything we <laughs> Just like. Just scroll on. <laughs> like, we've been talking about this for years. Yeah. And, I mean, there are people who also do really like the content, and that's amazing. We're so appreciative. But it's like, okay, why do people hate reality TV? I know, love. Have you got any theories? My theory is, honestly, it just comes down to snobbiness. Yes. And we actually have a really good episode about snobbiness on The Shit Show, which you guys should go and listen to, but continue, Liv. Yes, just a wee shameless plug of our other podcast. (laughs) It is quite good. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I, I really just think that people like to, especially online, feel above other people, and I think that that's a huge wave, like a huge reason as to why we are getting totally shat on right now for... Posting anything about reality TV or even pop culture in general, to mm. be honest. So, yeah, that's my theory. You guys got any other thoughts? I, I absolutely agree. I think it's portrayed as very lowbrow. And yeah. also people who watch it, often there's, like, guilt around liking it and, like, feeling the need to justify why yes. you like reality TV. you're just TV. allowed to like things. Totally. And, like... I understand why people would come hating if, like, we were posting nothing but Love Island content Mm. because, like, it's not the only thing that matters, obviously, but we're allowed to post a wide range of stuff. We're allowed to post about the news 
and the important shit and then also post about fucking trashy reality TV. Like, Also, I don't it's know. all free. Yeah, so absolutely. We're still giving you the good content. This it's is added extra. Like, it's extra. Multifaceted people over here. Yeah, <laughs> I really do think it's like, you're allowed, one, you're allowed to like a whole lot of things. We love that. We talk about Stan and Stan culture all the time. Two, reality TV, as much as we hate to see it, is a reflection of society. It's amplified, oh of course, but we watch it because it's either who we wish we could be, who we know around us, or just like what we sing in our day-to-day lives, but... It's an hour of it all cut down and we're sort of getting the chance to hold a wee mirror up to our face and be like, okay, I am like that or this is how I feel about this situation. For sure, because why would so many people get so totally engrossed in it mm. if like they didn't see a little bit of themselves in it? Mm. Totally. You know? I, I so agree. It's mm. like this exaggerated version of reality. Um, and it's so interesting watching the behaviours of these people on the show mm. because it's not like anything new. Like all the friendships, all the connections, all the drama, all the gaslighting, all the like players that are like making these girls feel wanted and then just pulling out and going talking to a new bird. Like, you know, <laughs> we've bird. all seen it before in real life. Yes. This is just an exaggerated version. Like, yeah. And for anyone that's sort of being like, your content has turned to shit, one of our very first posts was about the bachelor's bullying culture. So if you do want to, if you do think maybe we've strayed from our roots, we absolutely haven't. I, I mean, this is deep in the roots <laughs> yes. of us and we love it. And also it's just like, I love sitting down here and talking to you two about this. I love watching it every night. We live in this world of news, which is so heavy and so hard that I'm kind of like, we're allowed a break, you know, for one hour each night. <laughs> Give us a break. Oh, my God. <laughs> absolutely. Love y'all, though. Anyone uh, that's listening to this, absolutely love you. I yeah, know. thank you for tuning in because we are preaching to the choir here. <laughs> Echo chambers. Yeah. Right. Oh, I just want to say one more thing. I do think that it would be remiss of us to not talk about there is definitely toxic sides to reality oh, TV. For sure. Absolutely. Um, that absolutely glamorizes like materialism and like these this really unrealistic like standard of beauty. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's also important like reality TV we can we can look at the behavior but also like take it with a grain of salt. For Don't like sure. go and then apply everything to your life. I think it's very important to understand the um, the separation nuances. there. Okay. Yeah, understand the nuances there. And that's what we do on this podcast. So it's like, it's not like we're sitting here having really one-dimensional conversations. We're sitting here really picking it apart and analysing it because For sure, we're fun. not here just guessing the whole thing up. It's no. like we want to really, like, knuckle down as to what's going on and the reflection that it's showing. Absolutely. Right, so with that, Liv, do you want to give us... A, a bit of a recap on the week. Girl. Yes, absolutely. As you guys said before, I would say week two was somewhat eventfully non-eventful. Yes. Like yeah. a yes. whole lot of shit happened, but nothing happened at the same time. Nothing to do with relationships. No. Like couples. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, Everything just broke up. Like everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone broke up. Yeah, absolutely. The cracks are well and truly starting to show, yes. even though they were just cracks from the get-go. But <laughs> so it's always been a chasm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we left off from a girl's choice recoupling at the end of last week. So the couples were Kaz and Toby, Liberty and Jake, Sharon and Aaron, 
And then Chloe chose Hugo for like a friendship couple, leaving Brad and Chugs at risk of being dumped from the island. That feels so long ago. I know. I know. It I know. feels like, love, you've got that totally wrong, but no. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> Literally. So luckily for them, new girl Rachel entered the villa at the end of the episode. Yeah. And she is told that she has 48 hours to decide which boy she's going to recouple and therefore save. Well, like 24 hours? Well, yeah, maybe. For, oh, I don't know. 24, probably doesn't matter. Anything? So, yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. So, naturally, the boys did some intense grafting, and it was no surprise when Rachel chose to couple up with Brad, leaving us to say bye-bye to bucket hat businessman Chugs. Okay. Oh, I love that. I will say it was a surprise for me that she, she chose Brad, because when she gave the spiel, I think it was public sentiment, it was a surprise that she chose Brad. Oh, see, I just, like, I could just see the way that she was lapping up Brad's shit. Like, she was, but remember when she did the spiel and me and you talked about it, and we oh, were like, she's yeah. going to pick Chugs from all the shit that she said about, like, he's been so nice to me and respectful from the get-go, and we were like, there's no fucking way that's Brad. Well, it's funny that, like, now looking back when I'm having to rewrite it, yes. like, my brain's telling me, like, oh, no, there was absolutely was no way. Yeah. I think public sentiment was definitely for Chugs. For yeah. Chugs. And okay. I think that's not even necessarily because everyone liked Chugs. It's because people don't like, like Brad. From there, Liberty and Jake spent their first night in the hideaway. Faye and Liam had a really awkward poolside kiss. And the Islanders had a one-on-one breakfast date with each other where Jake told Liberty that if his type walked in, and we all know what his type is, that his head could possibly be turned. Mm. Okay, just a moment on those poolside dates. That was where I really was like, there is no chemistry in this season. Mm. Faye and Liam's silence. So awkward. I kind of love the way that Faye does not give a shit. She She just just like there, here for it. She's ready for the... She doesn't care about the awkwardness because she doesn't vibe with them. (laughs) And then the one thing she tried to vibe with him about, which was animals, he was like... I fucking hate cuts. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. I fucking hate cuts. And it was he like... just killed that chat from the get-go. Oh, Liam. Oh, uh, yeah. And back to Jake and Liberty. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I know. I, But I reckon that chat actually turned out for the better. Because oh, absolutely. it kind of gave Liberty some clarity on the situation. And I think she pulled back and kind of then set her own boundaries, Liberty which did a I think really she worked out absolutely well. absolutely did. That was like boundary setting 101, the way yeah. that she went about that. It was just like... But it's just like, why are these dudes just always looking for a better option? Mm. Your head wouldn't turn. Like, it was like, not even that there was women that had yeah. been brought in at this point to go and get to know. It was like... On the potential that some other birds might come yeah. in, my head might turn because I'm just not sure about you. And it's like, yeah. Ugh. But then do we have to say something to, like, his honesty? Like, I, I don't know. Like, is that something to be said? Is, like, okay, he's being honest with her. He's, like, putting yeah. it out in the open. Like, would it be so much worse if he never brought it up and then his head was turned? Yeah, I do definitely know what you mean. I just think a lot of the time... They try and like cover their asses while hiding it through oh, the lens 100%. of honesty. And I don't know, there's yeah. just something about the way that they word it. And just like the assumption that the girls are just hanging off their every word. Like that's just still really fucking me. I think there's like, gonna be a running theme through this is that the boys always assume that they give a girl an inch and the girl takes a mile. Yes. They always assume yes. that the girl is gonna be crazily obsessed with them just because they've coupled up. And it's like, Girls and boys 
are the same. If they're, we're talking about it like they're this. They're all adults. Yes. They're not going to like just fall in love with you because you fucking whispered some sweet nothing yes, in her ear. Like, and why do they not see that it could be the other way around? Like, the dude could be liking the girl way more. Like, to be honest, I reckon Liberty... Like, Jack's doing fucking well to get liberty. Oh, yes, and I reckon yeah. now he's really like, shit, I actually really fucking like this totally. girl. But also, I think if these girls do get upset, it's probably because the boy has made it seem like it is more than it is. Oh, you yes. know what I mean? Like, if they are being upset, it's not purely because they sleep with them or, like, you know, kiss them or whatever. It's because they said everything else that came with it, you know. I know, like, girls... You don't kiss a girl one time and then she's like, holy fuck, you are the master of my life. Like, that's just not what it is. <laughs> that's what Jake Alpha Male, whatever his last name is, wishes <laughs> yeah. would happen. I'm oh. still very much not on Team Jake, even though sentiment might be changing between the other ladies in the room. Yeah, I just think if anyone else has seen the unseen bits, I think he's he's definitely quite a big personality in the villa and he can be, like, quite cute and I think often quite a good friend to the boys. Mm. But I don't know... Maybe that's just me yeah. giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm definitely Team Liberty, and I think that is oh. what's making me really root for this relationship, if that makes oh, sense, okay. you know? Mm. So because I really like her, I want this relationship to work out. Whereas I'm more like, because I like her, I really want her to find someone better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, only time will tell. They've been in there for two weeks. Seriously, I know. Absolutely. And I mean, slim pickings in there, isn't it? Oh, wait really? till Carter and Moore, like, will Jake yeah. head turn? Who Fuck. fucking Might knows? be an episode a day. <laughs> oh, my like, God, Carter I Moore. know. Oh, my God, absolutely. So from there, um, just to get back yes. to the rundown, Brad told Rachel to get to know other people. And in turn, then when she got upset, well, she didn't even really get upset about it. She was just sort of, like, calling him out. Yeah, she kind of just pulled him and was like... What did you mean by this? Yeah, and then he was like, red flags are starting to pop up left, right and centre. And I was like, holy fuck, you've twisted that. And I also, like, I think the whole reason that she got upset, and I think this is so important, she was not getting upset because she she was obsessed with Brad and she had fallen for him. She was upset because, like, he had literally taken the piss out of her. He pretended to be all about her for these 24 hours that he needed to graft. And then as soon as he was safe... He just was like, see ya. And, like, that made me so mad. And when she said um, it was heartbreaking in the little confession, she said that she felt like she had been a placeholder. And mm. it was so sad because that is exactly what she was to Brad. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I do, like, not to take away from Brad's shittiness at all, but I do find it a little weird how trusting Rachel was of that situation yeah. because it's like I just think she was a little naive because – Brad is, and then like when she But was, if you think about the what everything he said to her. I guess because she doesn't see what we see and I think totally. that, that is hard to remember when you're watching it. But like I watched some of it back and I was just like, how are you mm. falling for the, his lines? You can't take him at face value. Nah. Oh, you can't take him at, at anything value. I also think it's really funny that she said, oh my God, like how are you still single? How are you still there? I was mm-hmm. so surprised to see you still single and it's like, this is why, yeah. because he's it's literally fine. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so then one of the big, you know, events of the week was Hugo getting into some hot water for saying he wasn't into fake girls and the how well do you know your couple challenge. Um, yeah, this was a little bit tense. Yeah, so for anyone that didn't see this, basically all the boys were asked what turned them off? What was yeah. their biggest turn off, essentially? And Hugo's was fake. 
And he said fake in personality and fake in looks. And obviously the girls that had had work done really took offence to this, fairly so, rightly so. And I do think there was a bit of, you know, producer involvement here because they cut together all the times Hugo was saying fake and put them really close one after another in the cut down. But that's just like a something I noticed that might have been on the editing side of things. But I really thought this was a great demonstration in how you get something wrong and then mm. you make amends, like from all sides, from Hugo's sides, from Sharon and Faye, who were the two people who were calling Hugo out the most and were the most upset and, again, rightly so. They used it as a really good learning moment and Hugo took it like a learning moment. Yeah, um, for sure. I think it was like a big learning experience all round. I mean, obviously Hugo was in the wrong yeah. at the start and I think the girls sort of got themselves really fired up and ready to go and then sort of realised, like, oh, he's actually taking this super well and he's sort of, like... He was really apologetic. Mm. I do think it's important to um, call out that it was wrong for Sharon to compare um, her situation with, like, that of people with, of like, a different race and different skin colour. I think that mm. does really minimise the struggles of people of colour mm-hmm. to then compare, like... Surgery, you know, getting surgery to that. However, I do think that her intentions were in the right place and she was just trying to make Hugo yeah. understand. I think she was almost like hyperbolizing it to like, totally. you know, like because obviously most people that do get plastic surgery have been really thoroughly insecure about something, you know, to do with their looks. And I think that she was just really trying to get that across. And yeah, I think the wording. Yeah. definitely could have been better. But I, I loved that we saw that and that we saw this vulnerable side of both Sharon and Faye who do come across quite hard-faced. They have a hard exterior. Mm, yeah, and, like, that they suddenly saw how he was really apologetic and he was getting emotional and, you know, he, he cried because he had the eyes of the country on him as well. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a huge reason for his, you know, emotional reaction because he suddenly sat there thinking holy fuck I'm gonna be portrayed Mm. Mm. like totally you know that would always be on your mind Mm. in a place like that like Like as much as we want to think it's reality tv it's like they've seen this play out for seven seasons they know how they know how this is going to be cut I also really did like the fact that straight away Faye and Sharon were both like and that the producers kept this in because they should have um that they were like he really just needs to look at the reason women do get cosmetic surgery and that's not because of a few people telling you that you're ugly or whatever. It's because of society Mm. and it's because of the way that there are these certain ways that we should look and if we don't, then we feel really pressured to look like them. Otherwise, you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like Hugo saying he doesn't like women because they're fake and had work done, but those women would have felt like if they hadn't had work done, no one would like them either. So it's like you can't really win. Totally. I mean, it speaks for itself. Faye was the one that was picked mm. three times at the in the very first episode. Mm. And I'm not saying that's purely... Well, no, it is purely down to her looks. Yes, because those first impressions, all they're seeing is what they look like there. And then it kind of annoyed me when in a later episode, Liam was talking to Millie, the new mm. girl, and was they were talking about fake boobs and Millie asked if he liked fake boobs and he said, well, I prefer real ones. But it's like, yeah, you prefer real ones if they've 
got boobs. Not everyone is going to have natural boobs. So if they're going to get a procedure to get them done, you know, you're still, like, who cares? Yes. Like, you're blessed if you just have these natural big boobs, but if you want it... Or you're blessed if you just have naturally small boobs. Like, yeah, personally, I no, prefer yeah, that. But totally, it's like... I found, yeah, yeah I found it's that conversation, like, that one with Liam and Millie talking about you know, how lovely of a girl Faye was. And then Millie was sort of like, oh, I am jealous of her boobs, though. And then that's how that came across. But it was like, Millie is so, so, so hot. And, like, I mean, so is Faye. But it just shows the comparison always on the girls' minds, right? Yeah. They're just always thinking about what do they have that I don't. And I think that it just is so horrifically toxic. Like, well, I mean, not in their it's not their fault that it's toxic, but it's just so horrible that girls feel like we have to compare ourselves all the totally. time and we're always subject to it. And also, Yeah, and that's in real life. That's not just in Love Island. No, fuck no. Also, just last thing on this point, uh, it's just I know that we're here going, they have no chemistry, we want some more drama, but for the producers, not to call them out again, to put in questions and then cut out all the boring ones, but the questions that they keep in like, what work has your partner had done yeah. and then list all the things that they'd had done on national TV, international TV, and then... Because it's such a gendered that, thing. Yeah, it's such a gendered thing. And then to straight after go, what are your turn-offs? And then for Hugo to say fake and to that all be edited into one. And I watched the unseen yeah. bits and they cut out so much from that challenge yes. and they just kept Quite in a lot the of cute, quirky bits. stuff. Yes. yes. So, uh, yeah, there's also people that are fueling this fire that... Also gave us a good learning moment. So, you know, we're everywhere with this. For sure, for sure. And also what happened in that challenge was that all the boys chose Chloe as their, Mm. like, second in line. Mm. Yeah. I think the situation with Chloe is that she has never been coupled up with anyone. Mm. So, I mean, they're all so obsessed with this idea of the chill girl. Mm. And that word has been thrown around so much this week and I'm so over it. But this chill girl, and Chloe has only ever been able to be a chill girl because she hasn't been coupled up with anyone. She can't She's got nothing show... to be mad about. No, Yes, exactly. anyone can be chill if nothing has happened to yeah. them. Like, yes. if they don't have any ties to anyone, you'll be yeah. chill as fuck. And I think also... Chloe is maybe less of a girl's girl like the other ones are. I think she's kind of been on the outside of that group coming in. So maybe the boys probably pick up on that. And Mm. there is kind of a toxic feeling around the way that the boys view the girls' friendships and how they get into this little group and the way that they view the gossiping within the girls. And I really Mm. don't like that. I think... They're making something that's not even there. Like, these girls are very like, pretty lovely to each other mm. and, like, not bitchy. And, like, the boys are the ones that are sort of, like, highlighting this supposed bitchiness that's not actually mm. there. Yeah, and I and I feel like maybe by Chloe being on the outskirts of that, they think that she's different. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know, because like, at first when I saw that challenge, I just thought all the boys had seen that they were all riding Chloe and they just all, not did it as, like, a joke, but as, like, a pass, right? right like, maybe, yeah. if everyone chooses Chloe, then none of the couples are going to get angry. True, and that is a safe option. Yeah. Um, but also will be really interesting to see, like, back to this sort of, like, girl group, how this naughty trio I know. evolves. Um, between Millie and Lucinda. So on that line, um, two new girls do come into the villa this week. Lucinda and Millie both 
gorgeous, both blonde, blonde bombshells, blonde bombshells, absolutely. Um, so each of the each of the new girls then have a three course meal with three of the boys of their choice. Um, and Brad decides that he wants to marry Lucinda after saying that she was the only girl that had walked into the villa that he had a sexual connection with. Jeez! Does this sound familiar, guys? Uh, yes, it sounds very familiar. I think he told Rachel basically the same thing when she walked in. Oh no, he literally God. did. I saw a tweet um, about Brad, and it was like, you know, the host, Laura. Mm. And it was like, next time Laura walks in, it was like, get cut to Brad. <laughs> and it was like, I've never felt this way about yeah. anyone before. <laughs> like, she's exactly him. my type. Brad is just, I mean, he shoots himself in the foot every time. Oh. He lays it on really thick at the start. And then Lucinda, as we find out later on, says, oh, my God, he told me he was going to marry me. I'm kind of freaked out or something yeah. along those lines. Oh, he's just the worst. I think it just shows, like, no matter how good looking you are, if you can't, like, ask people questions and have a standard conversation, no girl is going to want to pick you. Oh. Oh, God. Anyway, back to the rundown. So Aaron and Sharon have split up. Yes. It's all a bit shaky. It's all a bit weird. Um... But again, it came down to this chill girl thing. Which oh. we're going to get into after the break we, because I've got so much I'm holding back about the chill girl scenario right now, everyone. Honestly, it makes me fume. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think the most eventful part of the week was when Chloe snaked Toby from Kaz in a challenge and then Toby breaks things off with Kaz and then Toby and Chloe kiss on the terrace pretty much straight away. Mm. Mm. Okay. So I have never felt like Toby and Kaz have gelled properly. I mean, I said it last week, actually. So receipts. (laughs) However, I don't know. There was a little bit of a lack of respect. I get that it's the game. And Chloe, it's fair enough to go for Toby. I think maybe pulling Kaz before the challenge, before you made out with her man, at that point her man, would have been the right way to go about it. Mm -hmm. But... Like it is a game. Like it I is. Know. I know. Like fundamentally, Chloe is there for her, is there for herself, and yeah. that's what she needs to do. But also, yeah, fuck the way she went about it was. Yeah, but I think I love Kaz. I think she's the sweetest person mm-hmm. ever, and because of that, I really want things to work out for her. And I'm really trying to not direct my anger towards Chloe. Like that mm-hmm. is kind of because mm-hmm. at first I was like. Nah, like, I wanted to be so, so annoyed at her. And then I was like, no, she is playing the game. Like, there clearly isn't a connection between Kaz and Toby. I think he was trying to force it. And I think that is unfortunate and that sucks for Kaz because she clearly did like him a little bit more than he liked her. But I just love the way she handled that situation. Oh, my God. Holy shit. When Toby sat down and told her that, you know, Chloe had been grafting him and he was going to go there and that they'd actually kiss, like, Kaz gave him nothing. And he was trying to pull out her reaction. I feel like there's something you want to say. And she's like, what do you want me to say, Toby? It's like... He wanted, yeah. like, he wanted to know that she liked him and he wanted that sense of satisfaction, but also he wanted the justification to, yeah, you know, totally. be like, oh, Kaz is a psycho, Kaz is not a chill girl, I want to go find myself a chill girl, but Kaz is the fucking chillest she, of girls. She so. is a chill girl. She's great. I also really didn't like the way that Toby used, when Chloe came and initially chatted to him, he justified him 
getting to know Chloe as like a good test for him <sighs> and Kaz. Oh, I hate that. And I I really didn't like that. I it, it sat really wrong with me. Like it was like, oh, is she really the chill girl that she you know? acts to be like I can test her by getting to know somebody else how will she react it's like he's trying to almost force a reaction there so then he can justify that by like oh, I don't want to be with you but she didn't give him anything which she is didn't give amazing which was Ugh. Um, so yeah that's pretty much the wrap up of the week except for Chloe and Faye having that hilarious shouting match oh yeah just it was such a funny shouting match because I didn't find it that bitchy because it was sort of just whiny <laughs> on was, both of them. But then was they hilarious. they made amends real quick and like mm. I just fucking love Faye. Oh, yeah. Faye is the best at an apology. Yes. Yeah, I think that I think there was definitely some cattiness there. I think mm. they were both talking behind each other's backs, and you know, like it happens, and that's shitty. Faye got fiery. She's very much like that. And I think often, you know, you got it. That sucks. You know, she can be a bit of a bitch. But I do like that she can always pull it back and mm. apologise. And I think she's really good at that. And realising maybe when she was in the wrong and where she w- took things too far. Yeah, she like sat Chloe down and was just like, let's just nip this in the bud now. I shouldn't have yelled. I got too fiery. And like, basically, we're on Love Island. We're all going to yeah. talk, talk about each other. Yes. But this doesn't need to be, you know, like... The girls don't need to be hating the girls here when they're already with these, like, sort of toxic men, a group mm. of toxic men. Like, mm. I feel like the if there's going to be anger, it should be directed towards them, yeah. not between the girls. I don't like the trio Chloe's trying to create between mm. the three um, it feels It feels very off, yes. Yeah. It feels like these girls coming in almost gave Chloe a out to go for Toby. Yeah, mm. because now you know beforehand, if these new girls weren't here, she would have been isolated. She would have, she wouldn't have had these new girls to be her friends. Yeah, but now they're all in the kind of the same boat because these new girls obviously have to snake guys from mm. girls. You know, mm-hmm. like they have to because they're new, they're single, they're coming in, and they have to go for couple up guys. But Chloe can kind of bandwagon with them, and she's created this trio. It seems. It's a like, little bit forced, literally, maybe. Yeah, I Fetch is never going to happen. You're not going to yeah, make yeah, Fetch yeah. happen. Like, it's not going to happen. She needs to stop trying I to make a meme on that. Yeah, I'm going to go, that's quite good. And Half I, of my content is not my own. It's literally just Twitter. <laughs> just to preface. I think that Lucinda isn't as into the trio. Like, every time... You know, when, like, you're the new person and then you have to make friends really fast and, like, I just see, like, her... I think Millie is maybe a little bit more into it, but I can see Lucinda every time that Chloe's like, we're the naughty trio. I I can kind of see Lucinda being a little bit like, oh, like, I don't want to be... This isn't where I want to be, but... I don't know. Do you not think? Nah, I don't don't know. I think think she's fine with it. If she didn't want to be in it, she could have done what Rachel did and just said, like... Oh, I don't want to be part of this. I don't really like where this is going. I'ma leave. I'ma head out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was such a fucking queen in that moment. She absolutely was. Yeah, so then the week ends. So then we leave the week with new boy Teddy to come into the villa and the islanders have to choose four girls to go on a date with him. Who do you think that they'll choose? I think it's gonna be Faye, Rachel, Kaz and Sharon. Yeah. That's my pick. I hadn't thought about it at all, so I'm going to go with Ruby. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we see... Ruby will be going to be... <laughs> Ruby will be on the date, four of her. <laughs> <laughs> but we do see Faye in the little snippet, so... Oh, yeah. oh yay. Really I want the best for her. For yeah. Her. Um, and the girl will be, who isn't picked, will be dumped. Yes. Which is a bit scary. Oh. 
I know. Fuck. Also, I missed this episode. <laughs> um, to bring up something that we didn't talk about, Hugo when he didn't get picked for the challenge. <gasps> Holy shit! My, my heart, heart was broken. broken. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, honestly, even thinking about that, like, there could be tears yeah. on pod. And like Lucinda, she went last. She. Absolutely playing the game, getting to know Brad, if that's oh, who she likes the most. Yeah, it's fair no. enough that she wanted to pick him. Do you but think? I'm, but I... no, no, no. I do think it's fair enough, but also I wanted her to, like, read the room a little bit and just be like, he's just standing there all by himself alone, like... That was actually fucking horrible. It was really it sad. Was this, I, I really read it as, like, the classic insecure thing where she didn't want to give Hugo anything just in case he, like, got the wrong idea that she was into him. That's okay. really how I read that because it was like... I think she was just grafting Brad. He was, she, like, he's her biggest interest, so she's just going to, if she has a chance to kiss him and show that she's interested, she's going to do that. Yeah, like, there was definitely, that was a huge element of it. But I do think because she did bring Hugo on the date, like Hugo was still I don't know maybe he still thought he was in contend, like contention yeah. for Lucinda but I really think that just no one read the room and no one was thinking about anyone other than themselves yeah. Yeah. and it was really sad and again like I don't know it just it feels like bullying and there's nothing wrong with Hugo and now he'll think that there is something wrong yeah. with him which makes me feel so yes, sad. Yes I just hate and this happens pretty much every season of Love Island they have all of these really really similar people and then they have like one or two people that are quite like they're an outlier. They're an outlier Camilla, like Dr Alex. Literally like, yeah. they're usually like in a slightly different social group but they're still very like you Great know, people. They're amazing people. And also, also yeah. in real life, Hugo would be the most normal person to any of us. Yes. And also way more attractive than most people yes. too. Like, For it's sure. actually kind of insane and the it, way that he is given, like, this narrative that seems so untrue. It's so, <laughs> so unfair. Untrue. And then even you see this with the girls as well, with Faye saying, you know, Faye and sexy don't go in the same sentence. And it's like, Faye, you're sexy as fuck. Like, how are you there? It's just because you're there with, like, a ridiculously hot group of people. And, like, you're just as hot as them yes. still. Mm. It's just because she hasn't found her person to couple up with that's yeah. giving her that extra bit of sort of confidence and gratification. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, I hate that you are feeling this way because you're hot as fuck, you're cool as fuck. Yeah. And, yeah. And in terms of Hugo, that's when I wish that they could see public sentiment because yeah. inside the villa he may be feeling really alone and, like, that sucks. And I hope and I'm sure that they do have the support for him if mm. he is feeling that way. I'm sure He might be feeling fine. I don't know. But... There clearly is such a love for Hugo from the public. And, mm. you know, I would love him to see that and be like, people want you and people are rooting for you and yeah. you go. Because he's much relatable to a lot of us. Totally. And he's just so hot. If you guys are listening to this and thinking, fuck, I want to watch along. You can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Island, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode of Love Island. And the best part is you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee at that point you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is best fucking thing ever. Oh, thanks, Neon. Shot, Neon. Okay, so now let's get into our reoccurring segments. The first one, I've got the ick. 
Okay, and this week, like, the biggest ick was Aaron copping out of his relationship with Sharon because he wants a chill girl and she's too fiery, which uh, I don't actually think is the proper reason he copped out. She's not even that fiery. She's not fiery at all. And it's like you sort of said before, Liv, people can all be chill if no one has ever been nasty to them or no one has ever caused them not to be. So it's like, it's of course fighter. they're going to be chill Fuck yeah, if you haven't hurt their feelings. Yeah. You're just using it as a cop-out to yeah. say that I never want to be called out for anything I've done yeah. that's wrong. So should we rewind a little bit? Because I feel like this all sort of started, the undoing of Aaron mm. and Sharon. When she mentioned that she didn't want kids and she really wanted to focus on her career... And he copped out hard. He checked out at that moment, I reckon, because it's absolutely fair enough if you want kids and the person you're with doesn't. But he sort of didn't really address that and used the fiery thing as the reason to her face. Yeah, and I I don't think that the not wanting kids was even the main reason. It was as soon as she said, oh, I usually date doctors and bankers. He felt insecure in that moment. Yeah, and... Like, he went on about it to the boys and, like, he didn't like that she was driven, that she had this career, you know. It seemed like he wanted this really traditional woman that was going to be at home with the kids and he didn't like the idea that he wouldn't be the main breadwinner and, like, that made him feel insecure in him. He got so insecure. He just got so personal towards Mm. her. Like, when he did end things, just... The shit he said, like, oh, there's some red flags. Like, imagine sitting down and telling someone, like, you know, there were a lot of red flags that weren't even fucking there. Weren't even red flags. And then being like, you know, you're just not the sort of person I want to be with. Yeah. 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 I think Sharon, she really put it really well when she said, like, and because she's smart. She could see right through it. And she said, instead of telling me that he was interested in Lucinda, because... This all came after Aaron had gone on a date with Lucinda and he was Mm. ruined to her. Instead of just saying that he'd been on a date with another girl and he was interested, he made it quite a personal attack on her. He said, Mm. you're too fiery, you're too driven, and, you know, the kid thing is a problem for me. And Sharon was just like, just tell me, like, the actual reason instead of, like, really just taking it to my core. Yeah, Yeah. it was really painful to watch. I really loved how at first she sort of was a bit snuggled up into him and then as soon as he started yeah. like you know saying all of the shit she just slightly moved herself away mm. and like was just in that moment nah like yeah. I'm done I'm not fucking like yeah. but to be honest I don't actually think she's done no also in the middle of all this the Hugo and um, Sharon like fight kind of blew up mm. and I really didn't like that the way that Aaron used this as an excuse and never even he never tried to understand why she got upset like that really bothered me because Hugo did he understood but Aaron never never tried to understand why she got upset and why it was totally valid that she did get upset and that it actually had a completely fine outcome so why is he holding on to it so much making it all about him he was not even there it was just that classic thing of like you know maybe he had other reasons as to why he didn't want to be with her probably because his head was being because he can't fucking, you know, also because he felt emasculated by the fact that she was driven and then just waiting for something tiny to like blame it all on. I know, and I did feel really sad because I feel like Sharon, I think she's been hurt before or something because you know, when he was on the date with Lucinda and she kept reiterating, 
I don't care. I'm comfortable. He can do what he wants. I really don't yeah. care. And it's like you, Sharon like you do, you do care. You obviously really and do. It's and it's fine she, to care, but it's sad because she was also so confident in the relationship. She was like, you know, uh, I'm great. At the end of the day, he's going to be getting into bed with me. I and know it was snuggling really me, and it's like to listen to. I know we were sort of watching that. A cut between Aaron being like, oh, my God, Lucinda's goddess, or whatever he was saying about mm. her. And I just was like, oh, when you say that you don't care over and over again, like, it obviously is a sign that you sort of do. And then he went and he just broke it off with her. And all the boys started getting on the, we want a chill girl vibe, we want a chill girl, we don't like a fiery girl. And it's like, well, fucking don't give her anything to be fiery about then. Yeah, don't be sure. a dick. He absolutely rode that wave of, like, I've been on two dates with the two new girls, I've got a chance here, I'm going to break it off with Sharon. And then now that he's kind of realised that none of the other two girls are going to pick him, he has cosied back up to it. He has. He has. And, it, like, it made me sad because the producers haven't really gone into it yet. We haven't really seen anything from mm. that point. But, like, except for them kind of snuggled up in bed together and mm. Sharon looking really, like, kind of cute. Like, I, yeah, it made she me really like sad. like him. And yeah. I think, yes. unfortunately, if he does want her back, she would. But I think that he go. likes her more than he thinks he does. Like, I think that... They get along. I hope he does. I hope he does, but I also hope she I hope finds she, someone yeah. better. To Same. be honest, most of the boys are just like not not it. Most oh. of the boys are not it, especially for the girls. I do have another quick. Um, I got the ick. Oh yes. When Liam said that he would date someone that was already in a relationship. Oh, yeah. And then the wife Faye called him <laughs> out, which was fucking great. If you guys missed this bit, we're gonna put a wee clip in here. You would purposely be a homewrecker. Yeah. If the opera. Is there anything else we need to know? I don't think there is. Apart from that, you're a snake. Oh, yeah, that was not his finest moment, I have to say. No. I think it shows his age. He's 21, yeah. and, like, not that that's an excuse, but he's coming in and he's just, like... Oh, uh, yeah, he just, like, he really, he really doesn't strike me as that confident. And I feel like, I don't know, do you guys think? Maybe this was a way for him to be like, yeah, I can get a woman who's already in a relationship. Yeah. Or like, or I do like, that anyway. He he doesn't kind of have enough confidence to like back that he wouldn't do that. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just all felt very I weird. I reckon he's, he's just a bit random. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's pretty confident, confident with Millie. Yeah. <laughs> True, the I, sexual yeah. tension. Jesus Christ. I did, I did like that he came and, like, apologised. It was clearly on his mind that yes. he had said that and he came and apologised to Faye and was like, Faye's just I don't best. want you to think of me like that. Yeah. He probably, you know, you know how lads gas each other up and, like, say all this shit that, like... He probably thought it, he, he thought it was going to be funny and then yeah. suddenly he was like, oh, nah. <laughs> it just wasn't. <laughs> no, it did not, not land. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's move on then to my favourite part of the <laughs> podcast... Quote of the week. Liv, what was your quote of the week? <laughs> so my quote of the week, to be honest, this is kind of reaching for a quote of the week. That's but, fair. you know, I f- sometimes find that quite difficult to find. But it was highlighting how cute Liberty is. She's just so random and so funny. And, like, the shit that comes out of her mouth is fucking hilarious. So she was on her first single date with Jake. And then he was, like, complimenting her outfit and, you know, like, saying how gorgeous she looked and whatever. And then she was like, sometimes I just find it really hard to compliment you. Like, I just don't know what to say. And then <laughs> she went to say that, like, his he looked like a rhino yeah, because of his hair. <laughs> and then the quote was, 
Because you like gorillas. I thought a rhino was another manly animal. <laughs> oh, my God. Smart. She's so sweet. And I love that. I love that she's also so smart. She's like, so she smart. She got, like, all A's in her GCSEs or whatever they do over in that land. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. They're classic. Like, there's always, like, that really ditzy girl that's very academic. Yes. I but, love that. Yeah. So multifaceted. Multifaceted. Just like us, do we say? We like reality TV and the news. Would you well, believe it? Sure. Yeah, so that was my quote of the week. I just thought, fuck, she's cute. She's so oh, cute. Oh, bless. Robes? Like, yeah, okay. So my quote of the week is not funny. Well, I like, it's not. It doesn't have to be funny. Uh, yeah, it was just something like I no heard it and I was like, oh, hypocrite. So it was basically Brad. He was talking oh, to Lucinda about how he hasn't slept with anyone from tw- since oh 2019. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> and his reasoning was saying, I just didn't want to lead anyone on. Oh. I mean, what do you... Like, he is the king of leading people on in this show. And I was like, you hypocrite. Like, That's also a classic thing Like that I see in the real world a lot is like guys thinking that... Th- because they haven't actually, like, touched a girl or kissed a girl or slept with a girl, that they can do or say anything the fuck they want as long as they don't do any of that stuff, it's fine. Mm. Again, it's, like, that idea of, like, if I sleep with a girl, she's going to fall in love with yeah. me. Yeah. And she's going to go, quote, unquote, crazy. She's going to be crazy. obsessed. Yes. It's like, no, again, these women are adults. They're people. Yeah. They We're are all people. They are, they are able to understand their own feelings, and if she's actually obsessed with you it's probably because you've done everything else yes absolutely to make her feel that way yeah so I just I heard that and I was like what do you mean Brad and also that quote like if a girl had come in and said to a guy yeah I haven't slept with anyone for two years or whatever it was the guy would probably be like oh what the fuck is wrong with this girl yeah whereas for I think Lucinda said something like is there anything wrong with you oh like as though that was the most perfect thing in the world and I'm like I know she was like oh you're so respectful (laughs) Oh god. Okay, well I have two quotes to mm. bring to the table. This is my first quote was when Toby was talking about whether he liked Kaz or not. Mm-hmm. Um and he was like I-, I like the fact that she's understanding. Yeah. Because she understands. I like the fact that she's understanding because she understands. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just like, Toby, you're he is so not cute. the most eloquent guy, is he? <laughs> no. I mean, at that point, Toby was cute. Now we don't really stand. <laughs> yeah, now we're unsure. Now we're unsure. Oh, bless him. Yeah. He that knows is... how to word things, doesn't he? Oh, there is something like endearing about Ende- him. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, my next one, I'm going to play it for all of you because it's Ian. And Ian obviously has. Oh my God, she got multiple. Quotes. Yeah. I said at the start of the segment, I've got two. Oh, yeah, I wasn't listening. <laughs> She's slowed down for a bit. Out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was Ian talking about Liam. When Liam fancies a girl, he can only say a few words at a time. Um, me and Faye get on, but she's not. Do you know me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound harsh saying that because she will be perfect for someone. Mm. But she's not perfect. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like Ian, like us, is reaching for content. I know. Usually, usually there's so much funny shit to narrate with, but in this instance, he's really having to like <laughs> pick from slim picking. He oh, really no, that is. is hilarious. He I does always, make it. Yeah, he's like, what would Love Island be without him? I mm. know. Pure shite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, all come for this job. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a great audition. Oh, God. Okay, I think it's time we just start getting to our final part of the podcast. Where's your head at, ladies? Oh. Where are your heads at? Who's going to win? Who are you liking? Honestly, I can't. I just can't answer that question because there's just no one. Yeah. Who Who's even coupled up? Like, yeah, Millie, literally, Millie and Liam. No, Liberty, Liberty and Jake. If Aww. any couple was going to win at this well, point, yeah. it would be them. But that's because there's ac- that's, that's actually, actually the it. only couple. That's I, quite shocking. I saw another meme. I know. Shocking. Shocking. That said, this could be the first year that the winning couple splits the prize money because, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Because they actually, like... They're not into each other. I forget that there's prize money. I know. It seems I know. weird. It, it is f- it's 50 grand. Yeah, like, it's fucking nothing. They go on there for their platforms, don't they? I know, so that yeah. Boohoo will give them a sponsorship. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so that they can get 50 grand from one Instagram post. Yeah. Oh, my God. I do have to make a quick apology to Ruby because oh. um, my where my head's at is that... I want Hugo and Faye to be in a couple, oh. which Ruby said last week and I was absolutely like, what are you talking about? But I'm now like, that would be such great content. Yeah. Or Hugo and Liberty. There Hugo and Liberty? Yeah. I mean, I think we all know that neither of these couples are going to happen now, unfortunately, but it would be yeah. a great I think, yeah. I mean, show. Liv brought nothing to the Where's Your Head at, so <laughs> I'm just trying to at least give us the content. <laughs> that is fair. I, yeah, I think that if Faye sort of, like, let herself be with a really nice guy because she's actually a really nice girl. Oh, yeah. But I just, there's always that fucking barrier. Like, girls are really fucking bad at this. Like, mm. the, all the girls I know in real life as well, I mean, like, we're all pretty bad at being, like, that guy's too nice. Yeah, like, this is what's actually right for me, but yeah. this is what I'm going to go but for. But this is what I'm going to go for, and I'm going to fucking tear down my own self-esteem, but that's fine. <laughs> but that's fine. Maybe there's a next episode for yeah. live. <laughs> one back there. <laughs> yeah, I reckon if Kaz finds somebody that she really likes, I'd be rooting for her. Also, yeah. if Liberty... I'm just going to root for Liberty, whoever yeah. she's with, as long as she's happy. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of our shit chat about Love Island. If you do want to continue chatting about it, we have a Discord channel called Love Island Debrief where you can come and put all your memes because, as we know, it makes great content for me. You can also watch Love Island with us on Neon if you live in New Zealand. It's our favourite New Zealand streaming service. It keeps us up to date. High quality, good banter. Like, I don't know. If you want to watch it, go to Neon. Hell yeah. And also, <laughs> go in and look at all the comments on our Love Island post, and you will see what we're talking about in the first segment where we get shat on. Oh, yeah. So maybe if you, you can come w- defend us. <laughs> yeah, a few clapbacks would be quite nice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And just a huge thank you to Tiahe Butler, who produced this gorgeous episode <laughs> and the spin off podcast network. Without you guys and Neon, this wouldn't be happening. So we love you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye.